Bitcoin is really like um, digital gold. It's a digital store of value. In general, I'm a supporter of, of Bitcoin um, and uh, the idea of cryptocurrency in general. Um, and I do personally uh, own a bit of Ethereum and, and Dogecoin, of course. Crypto today. Disclaimer, none of the content in this podcast is financial advice. This is only for entertainment and educational purposes. Hello, everyone. I hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to Crypto Today. I'm Siwar. Hey, I'm Javon. And today we're going to talk about everything cryptocurrency. We're going to talk about what cryptocurrencies are. We also have some conspiracy theories about who started cryptocurrencies. Then we're going to also talk about some legal issues and how legal it actually is. And then we have a very special guest with us who is also a crypto expert that we will be interviewing. So if you want to learn more about the cryptocurrency world and discover more thrilling theories about it, then continue listening. So before going on further into the show, we just wanted to briefly talk about uh, what are cryptocurrencies. So cryptocurrency is known to be a digital asset and a decentralized medium of exchange. So actually, what does that mean? A decentralized medium of exchange is basically taking the power of one person's hand or a specific group's hand and then just basically passing around to everyone. So with this, basically more people have the power and the control over their own money and can trade without having a middleman. So a cryptocurrency is also a secure way for online payments and uh, exchanges. So the most known cryptocurrency is Bitcoin. Which, was, which was actually its first uh, cryptocurrency. Exactly. That's how it started this is, Yeah, this Bitcoin. is what got cryptocurrency famous. So Bitcoin is the first cryptocurrency and the advantages of cryptocurrency, they are cheaper and they have faster transfers. However, it can have some disadvantages, which Mm -hmm. creating cryptocurrencies use high energy consumption, which is polluting and it's not, uh, and it could be illegal sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's the whole, that's the main problem. And that uh, also many governments are trying to eliminate is since it is very secure. There are a lot of illegal activities such as money, money laundering and selling illegal things on the black market through cryptocurrencies, which is people's main worry about it. Mm -hmm. So, As we mentioned the first cryptocurrency, which is Bitcoin, I just want to mention that different currencies serve different purposes. Ethereum, for example, it markets itself as a gas for underlying smart contract platforms. Yeah, so what does that actually mean? So the the smart contracts are basically programs that are stored on the blockchain that run whenever a an interaction or something is created from when and it helps finalize it. What the blockchain is, it's basically the system that's used by all cryptocurrencies that helps it stay anonymous and very secure. So it's basically a smart contract platform, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know there are also many other uses for cryptocurrencies for example ripple mm-hmm. uh, what ripple does or as it's known xrp it's used by banks to make transfers between people within seconds so banks are starting to adapt to it because it is going to be the future of bank transfers and it fingers crossed <laughs> yeah i hope so too and what they basically do is they immediate settlements or what that mas- means is they finalize the payment so you ha- you get the payment within seconds since it does not have to go through a middleman and have anyone approve the the transaction. So exactly now we, you're gonna you're gonna ask yourself so what is the difference between the two mentioned cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin? Bitcoin is actually the online existing yeah, gold. Yeah, it, 
So it's basically the whole value of Bitcoin is its scarcity. That's the only reason it's, mm-hmm. it's at a such can high you, price. Can you tell us how it started, the uh, Seawar? Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> no one knows who actually started it, but... Uh, I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course, you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Javon started cryptocurrencies. Um, so cryptocurrencies was actually invented in 2008 by an unknown person or group, but they go by the name Satoshi Nakamoto. And they began the currency in 2009. The way they released it to the public, Bitcoin, was through a white paper that was written by uh, Satoshi Nakamoto. Who is this guy? Well, do I you have know? no idea, but there Does, are actually... Do we know anything about this guy? There are a few theories, actually. We have a few suspects, but uh, no one really knows. But what people do know is that he owns 5% of Bitcoin, which is a million Bitcoins. Wow. <laughs> but but the interesting thing is that he left Bitcoin or like the company itself in 2011 and he has not used one Bitcoin from his share. So you're saying he has one million worth of Bitcoins. One million Bitcoins. One million Bitcoins. Yeah, and Bitcoin. And he hasn't used any of them. So like, I, I'm just going to go out and check out uh, the price of Bitcoin. I think it's at around... F- 40-something thousand right now. Well, it's giving me in shekels, which is 145,000 shekels. Can you wow. imagine <laughs> one million Bitcoins he has? I wish I had that. I literally wish so. Me too, but he still hasn't used any of them, which is part of... Uh, I, I'm not sure why. I'll call him and ask him right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't, do, do we just don't know why he's not using them? No one knows. Maybe to just like keep his anonymity because as soon as, as, soon as he does a transaction, then it'll be easier to maybe track him down. Mm-hmm. There are some theories as to why he might not have, depending on who it is from our suspects, some of them there are theories why he did not use them. That can be actually, that actually makes sense. Okay, so actually... Do you want to talk about the first suspect or first suspect? Uh, the first suspect, uh, Dorian Nakamoto, yeah, doesn't like the monetary system and banks. So this is a guy that is on cryptocurrencies. Like yeah, do you know? Like, do you know why he actually didn't, doesn't like no. them? So uh, apparently he had a mortgage for his house and he failed to make the payments in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had to, and also they had some issues with the uh, taxes. So they took his house away from him. Well, during my research, it was funny because I guess I understand why he's against since they took took his house away. Yeah, it makes sense completely. (laughs) So that's also why people speculate that he is um, the creator and founder of uh, Bitcoin because he kind of has an incentive to create something. He also was like obsessed with security and anonymity and um, basically personal space and uh, privacy. So he also worked with the defensive electronics and communications for the military, which uh, means as well, he's well equipped yeah, with so the skills and the knowledge in the tech field. Yeah, so that makes complete sense that he was able to create it. Also, did you know he was like, uh, when the speculations rose to the public and uh, he was interviewed uh, about it, he said, I am no longer involved in that and I cannot discuss it. It has so, been turned over to other people. They are in charge of it now. I no longer have any connection to it. So, like, so from what he said, from like you just quoted what he said in an interview, yeah. and we can definitely tell that it's he was uh, into it's it. Very like, suspicious. He, he doesn't deny the fact that he was into it. He says, "I am no longer involved in that." Yeah, but but but. Uh, like shortly after he went out, after he got all of the like fame or like the the 
press publicity. He claimed that he misunderstood the question and uh, that they were talking about a classified project that he was working on when he was working with the military. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And then he released also a statement saying that he did not create Bitcoin. So I'm I'm not completely sure, but it would make sense if he was the one who created it. Actually, there is a second person uh, called Hal Finney, who was a part of the old school cyberpunk in the 90s, which uh, uh, cypherpunks, if you guys don't know what that is, um, it was a group where they discussed basically technologies such as and uh, currencies such as Bitcoin and like the future of technology. And uh, he was a very active member of it. He was also a very active contributor to the PGP, which is basically an encryption program where it emphasizes security and privacy and uh, authentication for data communication. Mm-hmm. And then he retired from the PGP in 2011, which was shortly after his death, after he was uh, diagnosed with ASL in 2009, which would make sense why the million bitcoin hasn't been used since 2011 mhm that's when also that's also when the guy who created bitcoin left bitcoin as well in 2011 I see. so the, so the kind of the dots connect so there's a puzzle to be put on but there's a piece missing you know what else is actually very interesting and kind of like makes me think that this is the guy is that he was the first person aside from satoshi nakamoto to mine bitcoin And he was also the first person to receive Bitcoin transaction, which might like have us thinking is that he was testing it. So by sending the transaction to himself, which makes complete sense. From what from what we know until now, it's more it's more of a team group mm-hmm. that I, exists I and not a person. That, However, yeah. conspiracies everywhere. And yeah. we, also, we don't have facts. He also lived. not too far from Dorian, a few blocks from Dorian. And actually, if you look at Dorian, as you just mentioned, uh, he also has the same last name as the yeah, 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 owner of Bitcoin. That which is, yeah, which is why a lot of people think that that's the relation. But I think maybe both of them were working together, maybe also with some other people. Maybe it's cover name as well, like you never yeah. know. Bitcoin was, when it, when it was first created, the first use of Bitcoin back then was the black market. I thought that this is the only, this would be the only use for cryptocurrency and mm-hmm. yeah also many people think that it's illegal but that's the only place that it is actually illegal is China because they want to have control over the monetary system and control governments yeah exactly the government yeah. wants to just control everything so that's why it's I think that's why it's the only place that doesn't allow mining or anything that has to do with cryptocurrencies and it's on its borders or like anywhere inside mm-hmm. because But, yeah definitely like from my what i think is that the chinese government sees that you you can't control this market you can't really mm-hmm. control it yeah, like definitely. with the way you can control bank bank of notes of course yeah 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 so and it gets people rich like mm-hmm. this is something that can turn you into a millionaire overnight yeah. From it just wants to keep the class system it wants to keep the power in their hands and exactly like, keep the rich rich mm-hmm. keep yeah. exactly keep everything under control but it's actually legal in the eu and within the us which is a lot of people look towards the us for many things is it regulated though it's legal but but there is actually a ripple or xrp Mm -hmm. it's illegal in the us right now like in the us and in canada you cannot buy xrp is it the only cryptocurrency illegal in the united states that i know of yes or in the world actually i see why 
Like, because what? so yeah, the SEC actually has a lawsuit against XRP mm-hmm. right now. And their claim is that XRP is a security, which means it's basically a stock, but we use XRP to pay with it and you can't really pay with stocks. I see. So that's why we're, why the SEC is actually losing right now. It's not yeah. the currency that costs thousands of dollars. Yeah, but once this lawsuit is over, it's predicted that it'll reach like thousands of dollars. Yeah, so, it's so programmed it, to reach thousands of dollars. Another example of how, yeah. how something could, could flip you to f- yeah. overnight as you can become a millionaire. I personally invest in XRP and I'm really hoping this actually happens. That well, fingers it'll, crossed. Yeah, fingers, fingers crossed, crossed. I really hope. Um, but it's actually also a currency that is that has a use in um, in real life. Like we talked before, it uh, helps with transactions between people, and banks are also adapting to it right now. Every literally everywhere around the world, banks are adapting to it, except the U.S. since it is illegal for now. But banks are using it under the table in the U.S. Yeah, but actually, what got you into cryptocurrencies in the first place? Well, I am not going to consider myself an expert into the crypto world i'm not going to tell you that i am deeply into this world but i can tell you that i have some um, i am a bit into it and i'm mm-hmm. looking forward into going more but yeah. uh, it actually goes back to a personal story mm-hmm. uh back in 2013 14 when now when my friend and no sorry it was for 15 16 my friend and i we were um we were given a project to do it was about human trafficking and so mm-hmm. on and we were looking into it and so one day my our teacher comes and and so she asks us all of this human trafficking happens and so on but how do you pay for a human mm-hmm. uh, transaction so we looked at each other and we were like uh, i don't know cash credit cards <laughs> but we didn't know anything <laughs> yeah. yet and so she told us go ahead and look it up and so we spent uh, 40 50 minutes looking it up and we find we found something called the bitcoin how much was it worth back then it was like nothing when uh, when we found out bitcoin i think it was like worth $1 $2 $3 maybe more i, d- I don't Why really didn't remember you but how would i know like <laughs> I, I was i was a 16 <laughs> year old true, i was a 15 true. year old uh, kid going <laughs> into school and so we continue our research and we see that uh, Bitcoin was one way of paying into the black market. Why? Because it can't be uh, tracked. We write this information down one week goes by. And our teacher, she she was actually our economist teacher. So she was like, what is this Bitcoin and why why would people want to buy Bitcoin? And so we look at it and my, my, my friend, he's like, uh, remember last week it was $1, $2? He told me, you know, it went... 10 times high. What? In a week? In a week. And so another week goes by. And so we start seeing this piece of coin growing up, growing up. After two years, we -hmm. were sitting just uh, together. And we suddenly see this news of Bitcoin rising to $8,000 or $6,000, which was the all-time high back then Mm -hmm. for Bitcoin. I literally, literally see it. Literally saw it going from seventy dollars to seven hundred dollars, seven hundred sundry I remember the How price. did you feel? You should ask me how do I feel now. Not <laughs> how do how you I feel now? Back then. I fe- uh, it's it's the biggest regret for sure. Yeah, but and you couldn't I, have known. I couldn't have known, no. It's true. It's also a risk. And um after after that I found out Ripple, XRP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what happened to me with Ripple? 
So Ripple is also how I got into cryptocurrencies and investing. My Actually, my brother, um, he got me into it. He started telling me about it and everything. And then I wanted to invest while it was like around 75. No, I knew about it when it was 50 cents. And then I was going to invest when it was 75 uh, cents. Mm-hmm. And then my card was blocked because they saw they thought someone was trying to steal my to card. Steal your card, yes. Yeah, and then I cards. had to. And then until I got that figured out, it was already at like one point two dollars. Wow, that's, it's uh, too bad. That's very yeah, sad. like uh, yeah. that's why I also encourage. Uh, I don't advise anyone because mm-hmm. uh, we're not we're not financial advi- yeah, advisors. Yeah. But uh, I would personally encourage everyone to go on to read. Before doing anything, just read till the end. Go have a deep, Do your research. deep research. Yeah. Exactly. Do your research. Take your mm-hmm. own risks because sometimes they're worth it. Sometimes a hundred dollars, thousand dollars. Yeah. And actually, our expert's gonna tell us more uh, about it yeah, soon. Definitely, he will. Yeah. Today in the studio, we have a very special guest with us who happens to be my brother, and he got me into cryptocurrencies. He's a crypto expert. Now, hi, Samir. How are you? Fine, thank you. Thank you for having me here today. So, Samir, what can you tell us about yourself? What do you do? What What's your daily job? Uh, I'm a dentist, cosmetic dentist. I do, like, personal veneers, implants, prosthetics. Yeah, and I like crypto. Can you tell us, like, just briefly about cryptocurrencies? Cryptocurrencies are a medium of exchange. They came just to solve some problems that we have in our monetary system. Okay, so Samir, can you explain to us how long have you known the cryptocurrency and how how were you introduced to it? Uh, as, I, as I started studying in Germany, like 2011, I've heard about Bitcoin. And um, at the beginning, I thought it was a scam because it, like, was, it was too volatile. Bitcoin was around like 100 bucks, something like this. And in about a year, I saw how it just jumped from 100 bucks to a couple of thousands and then just went back to about 200, 300 bucks again. And like, what got you into it and how did you trust it after a while? After a while, when you see it just kept growing and more people invested in it and financial institutions started and publicly traded companies started to invest in it. And then you saw that it's really legit. But the thing that really caught my eyes was just watching Bitcoin jump from 700 bucks in 2016, I think, uh, to about 20,000 bucks. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Huge. It, it was like from the middle of 2016 till December 2017. It just jumped and jumped and jumped. Uh, and that just was really, I thought that is amazing that just some wealth, generational wealth creation could be done just in one year. So back then, then you were just looking at it from yeah, outside, uh, yeah. seeing and it grow. And then I just started like looking and researching and seeing what's the the best to invest in, just to create or, or to get these opportunities of making some generational wealth. So that's what got you into it, yeah. basically. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. Wow. How, how did it feel when you just saw it growing and you weren't investing, just looking at it from outside, from the back, like from third perspective view, and just looking it grow and telling yourself, "Wow, I didn't invest." Yeah, that was a big mistake. Like I had the money, I could just invest it. And I was investing in in other things other than Bitcoin uh, or cryptocurrencies. I just invested in stocks and the yield was very, very low. So like about 7 to 10% a year. Can we say... And just I watched Bitcoin jump 20,000% or... Like in just wow. one year, it's it's wow. like it's insane. Yeah, it's like a, launching a rocket ship just like to space. Wow. So <laughs> yeah. can we say you regret it? Yeah, you do. I surely do. So we consider you an expert. You don't consider yourself an expert, but um, it's not your daily job. It's not something that 
Do you make the living out of it yet? Yet. You might. Mm -hmm. You mentioned you worked as a dentist. Comparingly to the studies you make, to the researches you do about crypto, um, how, can, how can you compare that? How much time do you spend on cryptocurrencies uh, in general? Not much. It's like about, I sit about an hour a day, maybe less. Oh, that's not a lot. Like yeah. anyone, so you would say anyone no, can I, invest. I, I don't need this information to invest. I just like to know the new info. Like I dig wow. for it. So that takes about an hour a day. It's, it's, uh, it's not that much. And people, when spend, people spend watching TV two to three hours a day sometimes. I don't invest in anything that I don't do a very good research about it. When I invest in something, I need to see the value in it. Mm-hmm. Like I won't go and buy Bitcoin right now. I see. Mm-hmm. Because like the ratio from risk reward is not that attractive. I see. Like Bitcoin could jump in the next month to 100k, 120,000. But uh, that will be like two and a half X. Yeah. So, so, so you target the, the, bigger the, the, things. Yeah, there are other cryptocurrencies that much more undervalued. I see. Where the risk reward is much higher, like 10x, 15x, or 25x. I see. But so at the same time, they must say legit. Like there are a lot of scam. Uh, I understand cryptocurrencies. Yeah. So from from what I understood, that is that although you've you've done research on previous cryptocurrencies. You still look into them, but you don't go into them as detailed as you used to. You you move on to, to, to a new one, to a bigger one, to, to something better, you say. Like, I researched a couple of uh, cryptocurrencies, and I just found three to four cryptocurrencies, and I don't research anything else right I now, see. because I want to know that how legit they are and what is going on with them, so I can put my money and like stay safe and without any headaches or thinking about it that it just you look for a guarantee Uh, there's no guarantee in this area in this field but uh, nothing has guarantee so so what pushes you to continue investing in cryptocurrencies if it's not guaranteed and if it like can flop any second it's not like it will flop it will be then the future currency like our monetary system is is too primitive and it won't last much longer the banks need to work like in new ways just to compete with cryptocurrencies or just to live with it because so they need they, to adjust. Yeah, they they saw the the potential of cryptocurrencies, so they try to adapt themselves now just to not go instinct. There are some some cryptocurrencies like like XRP, like Algorand, like uh, Stellar Lumens (XLM). They all are utility-driven tokens. What does that mean? That they all do the same job. They do settlements, really fast settlements. Mm-hmm. Like with Ripple, you can do a settlement in three seconds. So for financial institutions to use it, they need regulatory cl- clarity uh, because they can't use it without like any sort of clarity. And they made the SEC lawsuit just to give this kind of cryptocurrency clarity. It looks like they are trying to sue it and uh, to destroy it. So it's like a public ha- publicity scam. Helping yeah. unofficially. Exactly. Yeah, indirectly. Yeah. Helping. So these utility tokens, uh, to get their value, they need big institutions to work with. And at the moment that this, this clarity comes out uh, officially, then they are allowed legally to use it. And when they use it, the value of these currencies will just uh, skyrocket. skyrocket like Bitcoin in 2016, 2017. Wow. Yeah. And I really, really like investing in it. I'm not a financial advisor, but personally, I do invest in them. So that's what pushes you to invest in them is that their future, there are predictions that their future value will skyrocket and it will make you a lot of money. Yeah, because we never had utility driven tokens. All we Mm -hmm. had like Bitcoin is is a store of value. Its value comes from its scarcity and not from the the utility that it does. So Samir, I would like to ask you what what do you like and what don't you like in cryptocurrencies? Cryptocurrencies just take the power 
from the banks, from the government, and just distribute it and give it to the public. It will make people who invested in it really rich in the couple of years, the next couple of years. Like if you look 10 years ahead, who invested right now, they are really early. It's like the whole crypto market is about $2.4 trillion, and the whole money in the world it's, is about $6 quadrillion with the derivative wow. market. Market. And if you want to know how many investors there are in cryptocurrencies, there are less than uh, about... Uh, 16%, I think. No, no. 16% maybe know about cryptocurrencies, but who really invest with money, there are less than a percent. Percent wow. of the world's population. Of the world populations. So the, this 1% who will, who will invest in cryptocurrencies, they will be the next 1% in the next era of monetary system. I see. It's so just, just eye-opening uh, facts and info. If you research it, you will see and you'll, you'll find the truth and the, the value behind these currencies. Not all of them, but search for utility-driven. So your point of view says that this will eventually make investors rich. And so is there any type of control on how rich you can become in cryptocurrency or depends on how much you invest it? It depends on how much you invest and where you invest. Like there are currencies that will jump maybe tenfold. There are mm -hmm. currencies that will jump thousandfold. It depends on what currency you invest in and wh how, how high the risk you're ready to take. So, so you told us about like the pot positives of uh, cryptocurrencies. What do you think are the negatives or the cons of cryptocurrencies? I can't look for negative things about cryptocurrencies, except for like there are some cryptocurrencies who are made from for, from scammers. Like everyone can create a cryptocurrency and scam people, uh, and that's one thing that the U.S. government trying to get uh, clarity for to stop these fraud coins from uh, being uh, incepted. Mm -hmm. So anything else? No, I can't think of something negative for cryptocurrencies because it's the future. So obviously you're a big supporter of cryptocurrencies and it does have a risk, a certain risk to it when we do invest. Now, in your opinion, is it gambling? Since gambling is also risky, would it be the same thing or what's your take on it? Uh, it's totally different because gambling is just playing with your money and you don't know what you do. And the risk comes from not knowing what you do. In my opinion, the only risk that you can take right now is being out of crypto. Because if you are out of crypto, you're just betting on something that's just getting inflated and inflated and inflated, and it will burst. And it's wow. not, it, it won't take a lot of time to for it just to be, to get destroyed. And I think that will be in the next year, in the next two years. It's really coming fast. I don't think that anyone will get, will, will get poor from investing a thousand bucks or two thousand bucks in crypto and just forget about it. If but you just you, you will know. eventually get poor if you you might get poor from gambling. Exactly. I see. But just put a thousand, two thousand depends on the funds or how much money anyone has. Any amount of money that you can put now in crypto and just forget it. Don't trade it. Don't sell it. Just own it. It will pay off in a couple of years. You might go to zero. But the risk reward is much higher than just to stay in cash, to stay in, in, in normal money like in shekels or in dollars. People who get wrecked are the people who invest all of their money and invest it in something like they don't know what they are doing. So invest, invest um, smartly, intelligently and do your exactly. research. Exactly. Yeah, this is not financial advice though. <laughs> yeah, obviously. So what is your limit, first of all, on investing in a, in a cryptocurrency? And how and when do you stop investing in a cryptocurrency? Like everybody should know his uh, risk to tolerance and everybody should choose how much money he is allowed to lose. Like for me, I, I work, I have my money, I have a, like a rule about 5 to 10% each month I of invest in crypto. Income. Yeah, I invest in crypto and I di diversify. 
to so three to four cryptos, not more. I I recommend that people invest in it. They must calculate the risk they are they can take and how much money they can invest. And from my point of view, the the more you can invest in crypto, do it mm-hmm. now because you are still early. People will start to invest in crypto when it gets very very high. Like the prices of the coins will get very very high, and they know that it's really legit in five years or in six years and then they'll start to invest but that's, like, that's what happened yeah, with bitcoin yeah you should see is like the 100 now can buy you x amount 100 in five years they will buy you maybe a one percent of that x mm-hmm. i see okay so um after this really interesting discussion we want to like finalize it and what do you recommend that people invest in like the top three currencies you would recommend people invest in and when do you in- do you recommend that they invest like if people want to invest i prefer that they look just for the top 100 coins because they are the safest uh, and just not look for the meme coins or the really low cap coins because there's about 16,000 coins and 90% or 95% of them will just go to zero and only the utility driven or the big ones will stay like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, uh, Algorand or other coins but my preference is uh, I would like, like I, I like to invest in Ripple, in XRP, uh, Bitcoin, and one coin from the Metaverse coins because this thing would be huge. It's called MetaHero. And when do you recommend that they invest in not necessarily these specific coins, but in general in cryptocurrencies? The sooner, the better. So mm-hmm. as soon as possible, just yeah. when you have extra cash, just put it into crypto. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you so, so much. That was a great interview. Thank you for giving us your time. And uh, hopefully we can have you over here some other time again. Sure. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to be here. So thanks to our uh, guest today, Samir, which was which gave us a perfect interview. It was a very interesting interview, yeah. It was, yeah. I get sometimes jealous from people with such knowledge. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> yeah. So, Sawar, after this wonderful interview again, and to end our session today what do you think we should leave our audiences with i'll give you a few and then you also pitch in like what do you think Let, let's agree on three things that okay, we perfect. we think we should leave the audiences with. i have i have one in mind that's a hundred percent is definitely do your research before actually investing it's mm-hmm. a huge market there are so many different bit uh different cryptocurrencies So definitely do your research, look into it, see the future predictions and uh, make a decision based on your research, not just because someone told you exactly. or just because just you saw don't, something. Don't, what I would leave my audience with from today's episode is that it doesn't matter what you do. So let's say, let's consider the cryptocurrency investments and so on a side hustle. You don't have to be an expert in this in order to make make a profit out of yeah like this, like this crypto said, world so yeah. exact so dedicate at least an hour of your day learn this and mm-hmm. do it so one last thing to leave our audience with is to focus on utility driven currencies that actually have a purpose and a use in the real wor- world and not just for the hype our main takeaway is just research 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 basically research as much as you can know the market know everything and um Yeah, that's the main takeaway. So basically, research is the key to success. Definitely, 100%. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in and listening. We, ho- we hope you enjoyed our podcast for today. And we'll see you next time. Yes, definitely. Ciao.